Hello, and welcome to the Fantasy Rewind Podcast. I'm your co-host, Dylan Stoll, and I'm joined as always by my friend Mike. Hey, hey, hey. So today, we are going to be diving into the pirate world of One Piece, the Netflix show. So the live action adaptation of Oda's manga and the anime. So we're going to talk about some of the differences between the anime and the live action. We're going to talk about how we're enjoying the live action. We're going to talk about our history with the show and all of that good stuff there. And this is episode one, Romance Dawn. So before we get into talking about the actual episode itself, I'm going to give out the typical reminders. If you'd like to get in contact with the show, you could send us an email at fantasyrewindpod at gmail.com. We're also on X, which is at fantasyrewind. And we're on Instagram, which is at fantasyrewindpod. All right, Mike, without any farther delay, let's dive into One Piece. All right, so One Piece. This is a bit of... This, I feel like, crosses a couple lines for us. We've mostly def- or followed or covered right. or talked about high fantasy shows because that's really what's in our wheelhouse. So One Piece is a show that I was turned on to, I think, from a couple of other friends of mine who like just talked about it. Like, oh, yeah, you should watch it. You'll like it. You're talking it. about the anime. And uh, one, a couple summers... Yes, the anime. And a couple summers back... Um, you had, I think this was actually during COVID, we were like talking and you were like, I really want to watch Dragon Ball. And so we were like split a <laughs> Crunchyroll membership, uh, online streaming membership, and you went through and devoured the entire Dragon Ball series. I started to go through it and then I just like got hung up on all the really long <laughs> boss fights, the 18 episode long boss fights. I just was like, I can't do this. Like seeing the same scene repeated over and over again. No, thank you. So I went and I rewatched the first, like, Naruto, because I've watched that before. Really enjoyed that. I watched the entirety of Avatar, The Last Airbender. Loved it. Was really excited to finally watch that. Not on Crunchyroll. But then I just decided one day when <laughs> you were watching Dragon Ball, you were talking about Dragon Ball and stuff, I was like, oh, let me go back on there. And I couldn't make myself do it, but I saw One Piece there. And, you know, I, as I said, friends had talked to me about it. And I was like, okay, let me just play and see what this is all about watch the first episode (laughs) wow this is dumb (laughs) uh and then i kept watching it and huh wow i actually like this and like it was something that wasn't as it was it was different in the shonen genre i mean in in some ways right so you have dragon ball which is just this it's they're constantly fighting constantly fighting there's like some character growth and development and then you have like Naruto, which is also pretty much constantly fighting, but there's some character de- development and stuff. But there's also like death in those shows. I mean, Dragon Ball, the, nobody really dies, right? It's basically a soap opera. Um, they always come back to life somehow in some way, shape, or form. But One Piece kind of hit this really interesting spot where, yes, there's fighting, there's cool powers, there's, there's you know, this goofy humor from this really optimistic character. And honestly, that really optimistic character luffy like grows on you so much as you go through this series at least for me but there's really just like relationship building there's actual stakes and there's a world that you really feel immersed in whereas i feel like in dragon ball you're really just immersed with the characters 
Naruto has that same thing where you're immersed in the world as well. So I, I kind of really like that uh, One Piece sort of hit this in-depth world that's really interesting because it's very different from our own. And um, you have pirates, you have the Baroque works, you have the Marines, you have these governments that are controlling things. And it's all really interesting in a lot of ways. And I want to know more. There's this whole history that's like blacked out. It's There's so much in-depth with that. And so I think that's really what kind of drew me in. And I'm current. I don't even know what episode I'm on. Uh, which, by the way, there's about 1,085 episodes of the anime as we are talking about this. There's only one season of the live action, thankfully, for right now, which we are covering. But um, this is a bit out of our wheelhouse, as I said. So I do apologize. And I will refer to the owner, uh, uh, sorry, the creator of um, One Piece as Oda because I don't want to butcher his first name. Dylan, what is your sort of history? Yeah, so just to sort of speak to my history with One Piece. Originally, I was quite anti-anime, if I'm being 100% honest. Like, I never got into anime growing up. Like, we were in high school, and there were people that liked anime, of course, and I just never really got into it, and I kind of, like, shunned it purposefully. I avoided it like the plague. Mm. Then I decided one <laughs> one day during the pandemic that, you know what? I'm just going to I'm going to watch Dragon Ball. I have I have so many friends who like Dragon Ball and so I I split an up a uh, membership with Mike like he mentioned and I just dove in. And I watched and thoroughly enjoyed the entirety of Dragon Ball from the original Dragon Ball with Yo- with Roshi and his little perviness and all the weirdness that went along with it. <laughs> Through the Z saga, which is really, I feel like, where Dragon Ball found its stride. And then into Super and Skipping GT, which I had heard was a little bit of a mess. And I really enjoyed Super quite a bit. And after all of this here, I was I was really intrigued a little bit by some of the other anime shows that had been out there. But I never really got into them. And then when I saw the trailer for the live action of One Piece, it just looked phenomenal. And I was all about it. I was like, okay, this looks like a show I know nothing about, but I could totally see myself getting into. And so my wife, Amy, and I, we devoured the entire first season of the One Piece live action show on Netflix here. So Mike will have watched this way more recently than I will have, but I I definitely... Mm-hmm. watched it and I'll talk about my enjoyment of it all as we go through there and everything but I enjoyed it enough that I was like okay let's dive in and let's start watching the One Piece anime series now my wife wasn't on board with that she was like you have fun I was like I will thank you <laughs> <laughs> and so I I started watching the anime and like Mike said the anime at first put me off like I did not enjoy the first couple episodes of it, it did all the things that I actively dislike about and some anime shows with the constant screaming, the high-pitched bad voicing of different <laughs> characters, the, like, just lots yeah. of things that, like, turn me off about anime. But it also did a lot of stuff right. And what it was able to do 
is it was able to make me endure the parts I did not enjoy and continue watching and getting got me to a point where I actually liked it and I actually enjoy it. And so, like, now when I'm up at, like, 3 a.m. in the morning with my son and I'm trying to soothe him, I'll throw on One Piece and watch it while I'm kind of rocking him and everything like that, giving him a bottle. And it's just one of those, like, guilty pleasure shows almost that, like Mike said, is so out of my typical Beal house because I am all high fantasy all the way, and that's my preference of the fantasy genre. But when you look at One Piece and some of these other anime shows, there are a lot of elements of them that are found in fantasy. Or, like, there's a lot of fantasy found within them. Like Mike mentioned, there's, like, the character growth from a character that, like, you start off, like, despising. And they grow on you, and you see that in good books, in good movies, in good shows. You see the fantastical elements of the devil fruits and the superpowers that they provide different members within the One Piece universe. You see, like, the questing, the, the, the like, themes of friendship and never giving up, and all these things that I do enjoy in, in my fantasy. And One Piece does it a lot, and they do these things to a level that is enjoyable. So I found, my, I found myself being surprised by the anime, um, and really more so being surprised and influenced by the live action, which is what we're going to be talking about here. Yeah. So different histories. And you're right. While I may not, uh, oh, I also liked your connection to high fantasy there. But while I may have um, seen the live action more recently, you've seen the anime more recently. So we will be able to kind of remind each other on some of those elements uh, or some, some of the things that happened there. Uh, just really quickly, just a little bit of history for the One Piece series. It's been around since like 1997. That's when it was first released. Okay. Uh, it didn't actually air on TV until 1999. and But it didn't even come to the U.S. And until That's where I want to jump in and pause it really quick. Because I'm not sure if you remember this or not. Or if you were even there. But... One summer on a summer family vacation, I was down in North Carolina at a beach house with my family, and I remember One Piece was coming to America, and it was like this big deal for like the show to come out. And I remember watching the first episode and being like, nah, brah, this isn't for me, <laughs> and shutting it off. But I just Shit. remember being excited to like check it out, because like, it was being hyped up and everything. And I just never thought about it again until very recently that's fair that's fair but uh yeah i don't remember that actually so maybe i wasn't there for that one or maybe i wasn't i just blacking it out of my memory who knows um the anime was also inspired by dragon ball z so there are multiple characters and things that oda does draw on from that and i think you can, you can kind of see that uh quite a bit Maybe in a little more in Skypea. <laughs> uh, also, that One Piece is one of the longest running and most popular manga s- uh, series in history, and it did win a Guinness World Record title in 2015 for the most copies published of the same comic book series by a single author. So Oda like drew and wrote the series, and it's so interesting. Um, 
I don't know if you know this, Dylan, but the the series. I'm just trying to think about other. I can't think of any other series that really has that much exposure to it, and the like the content that's created around it. Like even now, like I get YouTube video recommendations because like I've looked up a few different things. And it's like people are still talking about all these like crazy theories about what's going to happen next. So it it almost feels like even though we're not that far into the anime series, there's still so much that can happen, which is just wild to even think about at this point. But anyway, let's dive into the live action episode. So in this episode, we get the introduction. We get our introduction to Luffy um, at the beginning here, uh, as well as Kobe who annoyed the <laughs> crap out of me oh, in, the, yeah. <laughs> in the anime. I Now, I will say, and I told this to my wife when we were watching it, because she was actually really interested in it too. The big thing with One Piece that I love so much is they make sometimes these small references or these characters show up, and you're like, okay, good, goodbye, good rinse, or oh, wow, that was cool, and then you forget about it. They come back, and there's such a... He, like Oda does such a beautiful job of that because it'll come back and it pays off. Next Kobe. time you see Kobe, or no, uh, maybe Kobe, not yeah. in the live action, but in the anime, Kobe, uh, Kobe, yes, Kobe, <laughs> Kobe, yeah, yeah. I, I know I, know, I, I called like, him Toby what? at first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then I was like Colby, because like I couldn't. Yeah, <laughs> he is kind of cheesy, but um, no, so. Like Kobe, the next time you see him outside of like a little short little clips in the background kind of in the anime, like it was like such a transformation. I was like, wait a minute. Um, And so there's a lot of moments like that. And I think that really makes One Piece special in so many ways. So I'm hoping we get that kind of in the live action as we're going forward. But we meet Kobe, who's a lack of a term or another term, a bitch boy, a slave, like just this Captain Alveda is just whatever she wants to do with him. Like she is a big bully boss pirate lady, a bad pirate as Luffy would say. And there are bad pirates and good pirates. And I really like that Luffy kind of came out and said that because that's mm-hmm. a big thing in the series is that you mm-hmm. think pirates, you think bad, right? And Marines would be the good guys and the world government would be the good people. But like, as you learn throughout the series, Luffy and the Straw Hat Pirates, who the series focuses on, are really like this gray area of they're not bad pirates. They would technically, I guess, be good pirates. So they they sort of buck this uh, trend. And but they're not the only right. good pirates. Now there's a lot of bad pirates, but there are good pirates. And there's also there's quite a few mm-hmm. bad Marines, but there's also good Marines. It's it's really just showing just human nature right just because you're in an organization or you're supposed to do something doesn't mean you actually do that um so anyway luffy kind of uh sets sail to be king of the pirates find the one piece which is this big treasure and um he's in a little dinky that is going underwater so he throws himself into a bucket and gets picked up by avada's avada's crew what happens next he sort of you know, gets Kobe to help him out. They're going to leave, and um, he sees how Co- Kobe's being treated, so he 
beats up the crew, <laughs> kind of, beats up Alvarda and gets them out of there. And you've learned that he is a rubber man. He has eaten what is called a devil fruit. And this is a big part of the One Piece universe. There's a couple different uh, things in the One Piece universe that can give you abilities and powers. The biggest one is eating a devil fruit. Now, you can only eat one devil fruit per person, asterisk on that. And um, it gives you an ability of some kind. Now, the trade-off here is when you eat a devil fruit, you lose the ability to swim. Which is kind of essential if you're a pirate. <laughs> which, kind of problematic, but honestly, like in the anime at least, outside of maybe once or twice, it's really not that big a deal. Because <laughs> like you're, you kind of have either crew members that are aware of that and they're going to make sure you're good, or you just compensate for that with your ability. So, um, yeah, we, we learned Luffy is a rubber man, so he can stretch out really long. He's really strong, and yeah, it's pretty neat. He fights the crew, gets Kobe and him away. He learns about mm-hmm. Kobe's dream, which I really liked. Like, that is a big thing with Luffy is, like, he, you know, he's quick to befriend people. And he's also very quick to, like, oh, yeah, we shared a meal together. You're a good person. Like, he can kind of read into people's energy a bit. And, like, you're a good person. I'm going to help you out. Like, you want to be a Marine? Okay, you can be a Marine. Very We're going to make that happen for you. Yeah, yeah, in a lot of ways, yes, I would agree with that. But, it, again, yeah. it's not everyone. Yeah, he can like, kind he's of a good judge of character, too, I feel like. And, like, looking at the person you are mm-hmm. on the inside, not just how you're portraying yourself. Yes. And um, so Luffy is good at that. And he'll, he is very forthcoming by asking people to be part of his crew. And he mm-hmm. is also very persistent about that. So they end up coming to an island. Uh, they witness a bar fight with a one Roranor Zoro, or Zoro, who is the master of the three sword technique and a future straw hat pirate, green hair. Now, this is one thing with the live action that Alexis said. And I was like, yeah, you're right. She was like, you can, okay, that looks like an anime character. That looks like an anime character. That looks like an anime character. These, and then she's like, but these other people just look like regular people. I was like, yeah, they're definitely taking the important characters and making them look like their anime con- counterparts, whether that's just with, uh, you know, colored hair, just, just you know, whatever. They sort of zhuzh them up a little bit to really make it pop. What were, would you notice with any of that kind of effect stuff? Did you think it was off-putting? No, or I actually thought that the blending of the two different styles of, like, the more anime-centric characters versus the more realistic type of characters... I thought that was great. Like, it didn't seem too out of place for me. And, like, even with, like, Ronor Zoro. You talk- <clears throat> Excuse me. You talk about, like, how his hair looks in the anime. And, like, he gets called Mosshead a lot by a certain character. And, like, when you see him in yeah. the live action, the hair doesn't look nearly as bad as I feel like it could have. Like, it looks like somebody took hair and dyed it green in some parts and i feel like it was a good interpretation of what a character with solid green hair looks like without making him look too cartoony or too out of place and i will also say like toby no not toby kobe (laughs) has pink hair in the anime and again they did a good job with like just like his styling i feel like and luffy looks phenomenal 
I I want to talk to you a little bit later mm-hmm. about like what you think of the characters we've been introduced to so far compared to their anime counterparts and everything. But I feel like so yeah. far you're seeing a good mix of live action realism and anime flair added in on top of it without being too ridiculous and over the top. Which, again, this show is all about being ridiculous and over the top. So having some of that ridiculousness happen, which it will, is perfectly acceptable and expected. Oh, yeah. And I I agree. They're doing a really nice job of blending it, at least in this episode. Now, in this episode, we have, um, as I said, Luffy and Kobe get to this island. Zoro is there. Before Zoro gets there, we both get a... Nami's also here as well, who is another future pirate. Uh, of the straw hat crew and uh she gets there by duping some other pirates in another group who we learn about in future episodes and um she shows up there and uh zoro get get we don't know why he's there but he has come from a well he's there to actually collect on a bounty of a man from baroque works following him and he kills him at a shrine I do want to pause here for a moment. This was actually a big difference, and I was so surprised. They showed this on Captain Alveda's ship, and they showed this with Zoro. Yeah, yeah. Blood. Like, that was, like, actually really jarring for me because Alexis, like, covered her eyes because she's not really good with any of that, and I was just like, oh, what are you doing? They're not going to show anything. Oh, oh. (laughs) They do. Oh, Alveda bashing in a guy's head. Um kobe cleaning off the blood from her mace uh zoro cutting this man in half and i think that that's really interesting they are kind of that realism still there it's not just all fantastical but like still luffy punching you know people and stuff it doesn't look like it it's like that so what did you think about so that yeah part? i mean if you watch the anime you do see blood in the anime however it is more of like your typical yeah, anime cool. style dragon ball z style blood Meaning, yeah, like a cut, you get punched in the guts, you might cough up a couple spots of blood and everything like that, but I thought that it did a good job of letting you know that this is a show for adults without being too over-the-top gory. I thought it was still, you know, like, an appropriate level of, like, oh, that guy got cut in half. It wasn't, like, a clean slice, and you don't see anything, like, you still see the blood and everything, but... Yeah, I wasn't too off-put by it. Then again, I typically don't mind those types of that type of uh, gore and everything too. Okay, so uh, what commences is a bar brawl with Nami knocking out a Marine officer for their outfit, so she could go in and steal the map of the Grand Line, which is where Luffy's trying to go to get the One Piece because that's where it was hidden by Gold D. Rogers. We did a terrible job of describing <laughs> the world here, but that's okay. In this world, it's made up of a bunch of islands. People live on these different islands. Uh, Gold D. Rogers was this really famous pirate who got captured and executed at the beginning of this episode. And he basically did what the Marines didn't want him to do, and he started a pirate revolution. He basically said, I left my treasure. You guys just got to find and it. And so all also, really quick to barge in and here, he, Gold D. Roger... Yeah was also considered the king of the pirates. So, like, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So it's attributed that you find a treasure, you become the king of the pirates. 
So it's pretty. It's a pretty neat um, thing. He started this whole revolution, and now you have a world filled with pirates. So anyway, the bar- brawl goes on because Zoro is defending the honor of this little girl who had made him some food, and it's from this brat of a man, and I completely forget him. Ah, uh, yes, I believe it is. Mm. Yes, and he has a terrible haircut, and glad they had that in the anime. But and he had his character. Alexis was like, oh, there's nudity in this. And then all of a sudden we see Helmeppo later on, like in front of a mirror. And it's like, oh, yep. <laughs> I don't remember if that was in the anime or not, but that was that's funny. Um, but anyway, Zoro basically beats up everyone who comes at him, goes to turn in his bounty, and uh, is basically told because you assaulted an officer, you're going to have to spend seven a week out in the yard. And so he gets arrested and told that basically he's going to die there because why would they let him go? And this is by Captain Morgan, a.k.a. Axe Hand, who's a very big narcissist, and also Helmeppo's father, who does not like him, and Helmeppo is also a pretty big narcissist. Very privileged, very annoying, and definitely great to see uh, him get his butt kicked a couple times. Oh, yeah. Always love it. But uh, anyway, Luffy is breaking into this marine marine uh base to get this map and when he goes in he finds nami kind of sneaking in taking out a couple guards and is like why are you here why are you here well i'm here to get this map of the grand line she's like i'm here to get this map of the grand line so they kind of end up inadvertently working together to try to get this map um captain morgan finds out also they well luffy releases zoro well actually he releases him before he goes for the map yeah and then, um, which doesn't, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> and then they basically have a big fight to escape this marine base. And they end up working together, even though both Zoro and Nami are like, don't like pirates. I'm a pirate hunter. Why would I want to join you? Inadvertently, they all end up on the same boat, leaving at the same time. Luffy's like, oh, yeah, we're a crew. Nami's like, no, we're not. <laughs> and. Zoro was kind of like, no, we're not, but I feel like it's kind of like half-hearted. Like, he's like, yeah, we are. Um, which is kind of how it is in the anime as well. I I kind of want to go in just time to talk about the characters. Because the, honestly, the epi- this episode didn't really have a ton here. I mean, you see at the end of the episode, we meet the next captain who we haven't heard his name yet. So I won't say a certain that, clown but, pirate. Um, story-wise, it was really just, yeah, the p- pirate, sorry. Oh, and we do we do see Garp, who we didn't get his name yet either, probably, but um, he's a Marine commander who's going to that base. So there's a couple things here that I like um, that I wanted to share about the characters, though. Nami's character. I really liked her oh, character yes. live action. In the anime, sometimes I felt like she became too much of a hmm. anime girl, victim, like scaredy cat like in the show so far she seems like she's really well put together she's willing to fight she's kind of a badass love it love it i think zoro is almost spot on little little less humor so far with him um he's a little more on the serious end of things but that's okay and luffy i feel like they're really going hard into the optimistic goofball and i'm okay with that i think that's exactly where they need to go with that character so i'm cool with it 
What did you think of their at least those three's like adaptations and so I'm gonna start with Luffy. And I absolutely love the guy that have playing a Luffy. He is phenomenal. And just like his attitude and the the optimism that he brings, the the lightheartedness he brings, it's it's in yeah. contagious and it's perfect for what you need to have for whoever plays Luffy. Super great. Mm-hmm. Love it. Going to the Zoro. I agree with you 100%. I think that Zoro in live action is a lot more serious than he is in the anime. I don't necessarily know if that's a bad thing, though. Because I think if you look at who Zoro is, as far as he's on the quest to become the world's best swordsman. And he's somebody who you'll find out more about him as we go through the, the rest of the episodes and everything. But he had... He has some past trauma. He has some some past training and everything that would make you a little bit more of a serious person. And I do think one of the key differences I noticed in this episode compared to the start of the anime is that Zoro in live action seems even more reluctant to join Luffy's crew than he was in the anime. So I feel like in the anime, Zoro was like, no, yeah. I don't want to join your crew. Come on. Well, fine. I'll be a pirate with you. Okay, let's do it. And whereas in the live yeah. action, he's repeatedly telling Luffy, nah, I don't want to be a pirate. No, this doesn't mean I'm on your team. I'm a pirate, I'm a pirate hunter. hunter. I'm going to kill you and collect bounties and like all this other stuff. But I feel like Zoro in live action is still done very well. I still really like the actor they have playing him. Oh, yeah. And then we get to Nami, the actress who they have playing Nami. And mm-hmm. I think she is an improvement on the character. I think that she is done so, mm-hmm. so well. That she takes all the good parts of Nami so far that I've seen in the anime. And then gets rid of some of the more, like you said, anime girl, like, damsel in distress style weakness that she does display in certain situations in the anime. That she is a force to be reckoned oh, with. And she's fantastic. Love it. Nami is done so well. Yeah. There is one character that I cannot wait to see their live action adaptation, and that is because I absolutely despise him. Uh, and that is Usopp. <laughs> or, yeah. Oh my gosh. Captain Usopp. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah. Yeah. So he is one that I'm interested to see how his live action uh, counterpart fares. I'm sure he'll still be probably annoying. Um, still waiting for that character uh change to pay off and i've heard that it does eventually but who knows anyway so that's kind of the it for that episode in terms of like story we've talked about the characters i want to talk about some of the differences so a couple of things we already talked about kind of the gore element which is different zora's brawl at the bar that is a yeah that is a bit different so in the actual anime that doesn't happen you find out that he got uh basically arrested for helping the girl and that's why in the anime she's like going in and trying to bring him food and stuff um in the manga i believe it says that he killed helmeppo's pet wolf because he just let the wolf run around and everyone got scared or like everyone was terrified of it and he killed it so he got arrested i don't remember in the anime what it was um but that is one big difference. And then the other one is that Garp. One, Garp is already present, whereas in the 
anime. He really isn't like a big thing. And I think we'll find out more about him and Luffy's relationship in this first season. Whereas in the actual anime, you don't find out about that until Water 7. So that's a big difference. So yeah, I was going to say that one of the things that I can say about this live action series that isn't too much of a spoiler, but it kind of, I think, would be expected, I think, the way that they've done it in episode one and everything, is that you see multiple storylines happening outside of what's going on with just Luffy and the Straw Hats. Like, you do see more time with spent with the Marines. And I think that that is something mm-hmm. to try, that they're trying to do to flush up and, like, beef out that world there with uh with the world building that they're going to be doing and some of what is done in this season one of the live action piece is not even happening yet in episode 205 or previously of the anime so there's a lot that does happen in this series that you'll get to see eventually yeah absolutely so yeah, I'm excited to talk more about this as we watch some more. So, thinking about episode one here, all in all, what were your total thoughts on it? It was really enjoyable, um, and I like the direction they're going, and, and it's getting me excited to see what they do next. I'm really hoping another change they have is that the boss <laughs> fights are not as long. Even though One it's Piece not. is nowhere near as long as Dragon Ball. Like, Well, you saw even in episode yeah, one right, here, like they right, beat right. Elvita, they beat Axehan Morgan, and like that alone got yeah. you through, what, like 20 episodes or something like that of the anime? That's that's actually very accurate, yeah. It's true. I forgot yeah, that he was yeah, really even a boss. Of course, but still. All right, well, yeah, I yeah. absolutely, if you couldn't guess, I think I've already said this on the pod before, but I love the live mm-hmm. action here. It's fantastic. Definitely enjoying it, so... I am excited to see what your thoughts are as the story progresses and we get to see some some new characters, some different characters and some uh, more differences as we keep going. But with all of that being said, this is going to be two nerds signing off. See ya. See ya.